Mike's Daily Podcast. Hello, I'm Mike, and this is Podcastro Valley Ten Mont. Wait, Podcastro Valley Mont, the last place on earth. It's Cafe Anyway. Mike's Daily Podcast. It's Mike Matthews. It's FFF episode 2734. It's a podcast that you listen to and you wish you could hear more because the show is like other shows. It's very helpful, though, if you tell me that you're listening. So go to this phone number here. It is 510. Mike's Daily Podcast. Because I am in the East Bay. 228-4640. I'd love to hear from you. Mike's and you could daily. I don't know. Podcast. Wish me a Merry Christmas. Yeah. And a Happy New Year. That might be something nice. Why don't you do that? Could you do that? Thanks. I want to just be very blunt and say I need to hear from you. Gosh. It's like uh the silence is deafening. So, the world of metaverse, the wonderful world of Facebook, they have lost billions of dollars. They are spending billions of dollars a quarter to fulfill CEO Mark Zuckerberg's dream of a futuristic virtual world that he calls the metaverse. The virtual reality market is contracting. I don't know what it is. If it's something about, I don't know, just being in a virtual world that has really no... I mean, you just unplug the virtual world and the virtual world's gone. Pop! It's, it disappears. That's why I never got into The Sims or any of that video game stuff. That, oh, we're going to meet in the virtual world. That's why I hated COVID. Because we were meeting with Zoom in a virtual world. And I hated all that virtual stuff. Okay, I also hated COVID because it made you feel awful. And here's today's podcast picture. And I had that a year ago. And I am glad that I recovered. But it took a while. The podcast picture is the wonderful cat, Rocky the cat. He has a bow tie on. And it's a funny picture. See it at mikesdailypodcast.com. But yes, I find it fascinating. Sales of those virtual reality headsets and augmented reality glasses plummeted nearly 40%, almost up to half this year. $664 million they lost. Wow. I know, Basil, the late great Basil the Boxer. He's like, I can't chase bats in virtual reality. This is ridiculous. He used to love to chase bats. That And yeah, we have bats in the East Bay, just so you know. And we'd go on our walks and there'd be these little bizarre animals flying in the sky really quick. They kind of get really close to you and then they fly away really fast. They're amazing. And Basil loved chasing them. So that's what this podcast is about, is me sprinkling a little bit of interesting news and then talking about the pets that I have. Oh, and hanging out with all these wonderful people at Cafe Anyway. That's what this podcast is. Just so you know. Oh, if you want to listen to some other show where they just talk about, I don't know, the Beatles. (laughs) 
that might be a fun podcast to listen to actually i was listening to a beatles podcast recently and i did not know the band on the run cd was going to be celebrating like their 60th anniversary of that cd's release and they're going to have all kinds of bonuses and posters and whatnot if you buy the cd again and the hosts were saying wow that means we're gonna have to buy it for the fifth time oh big music news this will only mean anything to you if you live in the los angeles area jim ladd passed away i uh, the weight of what i just said may not mean it may have no weight to you at all but it's certainly heavy for me. I got into radio because I was, oh, I like the guy. I'd listen to this. Not, it wasn't Jim Ladd, but there was some DJ on the air. And I, oh, that's cool. And he would do different voices. It was this guy who did like a gorilla voice. Like he'd talk to this gorilla in the studio with him. And it was theater of the mind. And you're, oh, wow, that's cool. And then your dad would say, oh, well, back when I was a kid, there was Fibber McGee and Molly and Jack Benny and Great Kildersleeve. <laughs> now that's legit. That was the Great Kildersleeve's laugh. Also kind of sounds like Scooby a tad bit. But yes. So I get into radio. And then someone hands me this book, Radio Waves by Jim Ladd. And I had known about Jim Ladd because I was a huge fan of the CD Radio Chaos that Roger Waters up. Yes, he's the one that's a bit anti-Semitic these days. Yeah. Well, Roger Waters put out a really good CD in the 80s. He was with Pink Floyd and the whole reason for the wall and we don't need no education and all that is because of him. And then, and then David Gilmore was the amazing guitarist behind Pink Floyd. But Roger Waters did some solo stuff. He had an album that was really out there called Pros and Cons of Hitchhiking. And then he did this album called Radio Chaos. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what's this? And it told a story of a DJ getting a call from a kid who's using this voice. And this is back then. A AI type voice like he would... It, it's, it was like a speak and spell back then. I mean, you, you get this stuff, you get an app on, the, on your phone for nothing. But back then, this was high-tech technology. And the, the, the kid is talking to him. And I forget all that happens on the CD, but there's some great songs on there. Paul Carrick, who was with Mike and the Mechanics and Squeeze, he sings on it. There's, uh, what's that? Oh, um, oh Home. It's a song called Home. Everybody needs some place they call home. When they overrun the defenses, a minor invasion put down to expenses. Will you go down to the airport lounge? Will you accept your minor class status, a nation of waitresses and waiters? Will you stand... Will you pour their martinis? Will you stand still for it? Or will you take to the hills? Instead, we take to the outside of Cafe Anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley. Anyway. Mont, the last place on earth. Anyway, Cafe Anyway. Jim Ladd has some speaking parts on the CD. And Roger Waters sings on it. He's not the best singer, but if you ever hear the song Comfortably Numb. That's enough. Put down the mic. He's the part that sings at the beginning. David Gilmore sings on the chorus, but Roger's singing on the, you know, uh, 
Hello, is there anybody in there? That's him. So he sings on this whole album. You ready? I love it. So Jim Ladd talks on it. Jim Ladd's interacting with this kid on the album. And then there's a, a like the whole world's about to blow up because the kid has manipulated the, the, he's done some kind of war games thing. And then he fakes out everybody and the world doesn't end. And there's like everybody comes together and there's a song called The Tide is Turning. The Tide is Turning, not Turning, <laughs> Turning. And I bring you great tidings of joy, tides, tidings and whatnot. But yes, somebody asked me today, what's a tiding? I said, I guess that's a mini tide. Like when, like when a, you're at the beach and a little wave hits you, that's a tiding. Anyway, cafe anyway. So Jim Ladd's on the, anyway, he passed away. So, oh, Radio Waves is a great book that he wrote that outlined all of his early days working in rock radio at KMET and all the craziness that happened. And he was at KLOS and his big thing was he was a DJ, but he would play these music sets that would tell a story or pertain to some kind of a topic that he wanted to talk about. And he was very conversational. He was not like every other DJ on the radio, especially not every other DJ here on the radio now. Dilly, dilly. Dilly, dilly. Dilly, dilly. He, he really broke ground. Uh, I was, I had to listen to him whenever I drove to Thousand Oaks from Oxnard. Ooh, in Oxnard, Ventura, Port Wyoming got hit by three and a half inches of rain in an hour recently i couldn't believe that that is way too much rain that area cannot handle that it it's relatively flat and then you got the ocean right next to it to boot Ugh, that's terrible i feel bad for you guys out there but here's what happened i would drive from oxnard up to thousand oaks which is about an hour drive and you got to drive straight up a hill. You got to go up the, what do we call it? The Camrio grade. Up the hill. And I killed several cars doing that. And I'd go to Thousand Oaks and I'd work on the overnight at a radio station out there called KNJO. But Jim Ladd was on in the evening and I'd listen to him and go, oh my gosh. And he'd play some cool songs. Lots of Roger Waters because the two of them were buds. So anyway... Just a little remembrance of Jim Ladd. And I'm sure there was a kind of a virtual virtual reality based album that Roger Waters did called Amuse to Death uh, or Amuse Yourself to Death, something like that. So that's kind of what virtual reality is all about. So maybe this is a good thing that virtual reality is not doing well and that the division uh, that does the virtual reality at Facebook slash Meta slash Instagram lost about $25 billion since last year. They debuted a new Quest 3 virtual reality set in October that cost 500 bucks. Now, sales of that have been strong enough. Apple then decided to unveil their Vision Pro mixed reality headset it is slated to hit the market early next year. But it's going to cost about $3,500. Wow. So it's not going away. 
But it is definitely having some l downs, as well as ups, but lots of downs. Holiday spending to be big. It looks like it's going to be both a green and blue Christmas. Intended holiday spending per person jumped 31% this year. And let's see. Oh, the, you heard about the Apple watch sales are going to are going through the roof right now because they have to halt certain Apple watches by Christmas Eve they lost a patent dispute with a medical technology company called Massimo and that is the name of the restaurant <laughs> that that podcast picture of me with the cat sweater the ugly cat Christmas cat sweater that was taken at a place called Massimo's, interestingly enough. But there's a company called that as well. No relation. The number of accredited investors swelled to 24 million last year. That is 8 million more than a couple years earlier in 2019. More Americans than ever own stocks. Not as much as... It's not as much a private club for the rich as thought in 2022. 58% of Americans held stocks. It is the highest mark ever in history. Uh, in 58% of Americans. Good morning, Mr. Matthews. The electric vehicle maker Nikola founder Trevor Melton. What's everything got to do with Tesla, huh? Nikola Tex Tesla. So there was a company called Nikola. Not Tesla, but the founder of Nikola, Trevor Milton, was finally sentenced to prison for four years for fraud. He was convicted in October of last year of wire fraud and securities fraud. So there is that. And did we want to cover anything here? Let's see. It looks like Elon Musk is going to launch a new private K through 12 school. What his ad Astra school quietly moved to Texas, joining other tech centric micro schools, a micro school. Fascinating. It's part of Musk's mysterious new nonprofit, which has generated buzz for plans to eventually build a futuristic university. Wow. He is up to all kinds of bizarre things, isn't he? There's, uh, it, you know, he took over X. And all these little things he's doing. Of course, Trump got kicked off the ballot in Colorado. Now California is about to do the same. Somebody pointed out, well, okay, so Texas knocks Joe Biden off the ballot. What What's going to happen? Now... If you knock all pe these people off the ballot, that realistically, how how well was Joe Biden going to do in Texas? Realistically, how well was Trump going to do in California? It's just uh, it's a crazy politics today. Well, it's always crazy, but let's see. And there was oh, a Civil War statue. But this is what's interesting about this. So it's in Arlington National Cemetery. It is a Civil War memorial. Um, but, but check this out. It's okay. 
I heard something about this the other day. This is from the Daily Wire. I will tell you what this says. A judge blocked the removal. Um, overall, uh, it had to do with a lawsuit that says that its removal would damage the graves of the Confederate soldiers buried around the memorial. U.S. District Judge Rossi Alston issued a temporary restraining order stopping the Pentagon's removal of the Reconciliation Monument, also known as the Confederate Memorial. So what is it? Is it a Confederate Memorial or is it a Reconciliation Monument? A lot of us would be all for Reconciliation But now it's a Confederate memorial, so that makes it more questionable. The Defend Arlington group sued to stop the memorial's removal. The memorial was ordered to be removed after Congress created a commission in 2021 to evaluate its links to the Confederacy on any federal property. So that is why it is also known as a Confederate memorial, so that's where it gets into some dicey territory. The judge's order blocks any acts to deconstruct instead of reconstruction. This is deconstruction. Any acts to deconstruct, tear down, remove, or alter the object of this case. It was first erected. Well, I guess it's it's not that old. It's a little over 100 years old. Built in 1914 or constructed, then created in a section of the cemetery meant for Confederate soldiers. Now, here's the question. These Confederate soldiers, they had lives. Maybe what they stood for is not exactly what, we, what you stand for. But don't they still need to have some kind of recognition? It's Bison Bentley's. Do you know that? Hey, this is Bison Bentley. Mike Matthews has a couple of stories that'll make you want to ask yourself, Do you know that? Do you know that? Do you know that? And that is the 20-year anniversary of Gavin Newsom's 10-year plan to end homelessness. According to Town Hall... Note to self. I don't want to overpromise, but I also don't want to underdeliver. I want to hit the ground running. Those were the words of then San Francisco Mayor elect Gavin Newsom in 2003 in an interview with the San Francisco Chronicle about his plan to aggressively go after his administration's top priority, which was homelessness. Incidentally, today on my way to work, as I am driving down Mission Boulevard, not the Mission in San Francisco, but Mission in the East Bay. Specifically in Hayward, I'm driving down Mission and suddenly the the traffic just stops and it's two lanes of traffic. Nobody's moving. I'm like, this is odd. Now, a lot of schools were getting let out early today, so I ran into some of that. But I'm like, what what is this? And some of the traffic on one of the lanes starts to move. So I'm I'm trying to get over, but I can't because cars are moving too fast. And finally, I, there's a break, so I get over, and I'm, I'm starting to move, and I see what the cause is. It's a homeless person in a wheelchair, and they're doing that thing where they're not using their arms at all, their hands, to move the wheels, but they're moving one foot. They're using one foot to pedal themselves, but the, you can only pedal yourself backwards if you're doing that. So they're just kind of going around in a circle and wandering between both lanes, So these cars are, not only is there a bunch of cars on the road because of the traffic, but this guy is basically putting his life in peril and putting other people's lives in peril 
so I finally get around him and I'm I'm calling not 911 but the Hayward police phone number just to let someone know and someone answers and says is this an emergency and I said no because there are obviously people that have emergencies that need to talk to this person more than I do so I wait on hold and about five minutes later I said nope this isn't worth it this guy is probably out of that intersection that I was going to tell her where where this person was so yes the homeless problem and it's not just okay unhoused all right no these people and i know you're not supposed to say these people those people but they are actively it's over the years since i've been in the bay area the past 15 years or so they have become more and more actively engaged with everyone innocent bystanders it, it it borders on assault sometimes it it turns into something like this story burger master with the cars trying to avoid this person it it's just awful <laughs> try to gain me no podcast obviously as all podcasts are is heard all around the world so just letting you know if you're coming to the bay area this is what's going on and our governor who was once the mayor of san francisco was trying to fight all of this years ago two decades after newsom announced his 10-year plan for ending chronic homelessness he has not contrary to the arrogant quote given to the chronicle newsom both overpromised and underdelivered. Not only does the problem remain unsolved today, but in the time since he has taken his failures statewide, says California GOP Chairwoman Jessica Millen Patterson, Gavin Newsom's 10-year plan to end San Francisco homelessness marks a 20-year anniversary. So 66% of Americans are pessimistic about the future. Whenever I hear something like that, I go, okay, this could have been a headline 30 years ago. I remember hearing that all the time in the 80s. And this is what I don't want to be. Growing up, anybody who was the age I am now or older, they're always like, oh, well, times have changed. It ain't like when I was a kid, when I was listening to Fibber McGee and Molly and Great Gildersleeve. It, oh, it's gotten so bad. You don't have a future. They would say that to me regularly. I would hear that. I don't know if my generation does that to the youngins, if the Gen Xers are doing it to the millennials or Zillennials or the Zers or the Alphas or whatever they're calling the next ones. Okay. I don't even know what that means, but I love it. They probably are, and that is why you've got the the young lady. Is she in Sweden? The Mike Matthews? You not know Mike Matthews. Uh-huh. Really? Eminem. Eminem. We got Eminem. The real Eminem. There you go. Whether you 
are going to do anything about it or not, Mike Matthews. I can't believe. What the hell is this place anyway? That would be Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg. I hear some people say Thunberg, but I think it's just Greta Thunberg. Okay. Let's do a podcast. <laughs> she was born in 2003, so there you go. She was born about the time Gavin Newsom said that thing that he said. Okay. But the U.S. population is growing at a slow rate, so the next generations that come up that are being born now, I don't know what we're going to call them, but the Wall Street Journal says the U.S. population grew 0.5% this year. Wow, not even a full percent. (laughs) It's like half of a percent. According to Census Bureau estimates released this past week, as the pandemic's effects on births, Deaths and immigrations continue to fade. Yes, remember during COVID, it was all about, oh boy, there's going to be a bunch of COVID babies. Well, that has started to decrease. The increase for the year that ended June 30th was similar to the previous year when the population grew 0.4%. Oh, the new estimate shows the population has grown to 334.9 million, up 1.6 million people in the past year. So that's actually a good sign. Only 0.4% last year, now 0.5%. In the decade before the pandemic, the U.S. grew by an average of 2.1 million people a year. The slow growth showed the combined effects of elevated death rates which are dropping from pandemic highs, but remain higher than pre-pandemic levels and record low birth rates. Outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley, Mont, the last place on earth. Wow, look who is here. Hi, Mont, it's Benita the Rodeo Queen. How y'all doing? I'm at my horse too. This Greenfield player, Mike, we just want to wish you a happy, happy and merry New Year and Christmas. Tell you what. What? I combined both of those. Did you see that? I did. You gonna sing me a Christmas carol? Oh, holy night, this silent night, and bells are ringing, jingle bells all over the world. I don't know what that song was, but it was beautiful. Look who else is here. Oh my God, make the least droopy. Have some right there. I sound like a gorilla. Oh. All right, I will have some right now. This is to Jim Ladd. Mm, toasting him. And oh, speaking of toast, that tasted like toast. Yeah, it's my toast root beer. Drink it right now. <clears throat> oh, no, don't do that. I thought you were going to bring me tidings of joy, but instead you just scared me. Well, next show, it'll be the wonderful Madame Rutabaga Valentino and Bison Bentley. Please do not be quiet. Please comment. Please email. Please, please, please. Respond in some way. The Pam Baumgartner Files. Was listening to a podcast my lovely lady friend was playing for me. This young lady. Oh, it was funny. Oh my gosh. So she's a pagan. And yesterday, or I don't know when you're listening to this. this. You might be listening to this on Saturday on the weekend. Okay, so this past week was the winter solstice, right? Big with pagans. I'm not sure exactly why, but it is. So this was like a a pagan podcast. And my lovely lady friend, she's amused by that kind of thing. But the, the host was a young woman. And she was talking about all these crazy, weird 
monsters that are associated with Christmas. Like, uh, is it Krampus? And there's some weird Norwegian elves that do weird things that, that, that like steal your shoes or, or steal your pie or drink your coffee and, and do weird things like that. And there's like a, a witch and there's an evil Yule cat that will, that will eat you and other weird things, <laughs> myths and whatnot. But it sounded like this, and, and she was talking about Norway, right? So I kind of came up with this little skit. So she's talking like with total vocal fry girl, okay? <clears throat> vocal fry pagan girl. And one of the really interesting things that I saw, and when I was investigating this, right, was uh, there are these really bizarre things. They're called ghosts gnomes and they live in Norway with these trolls and they steal all your money which they call guilt in the middle of the night they take all of that and really creepy <laughs> I told everybody about that hello oh my god who are you I am the Norse god Odin you can't talk about these ain't they trolls Without talking about me, because I am the Norse god of fire and brimstone and Chris Helmsworth. I am Liam Nelson's best friend and Liam Helmsworth's guy friend. Okay, don't talk about that. Don't you know I'm doing my Nordic accent? Oh, my God. This is what the podcast sounded like. It was fascinating. Well, you can tell me what you think about that podcast, this podcast, and other podcasts here. Call Mike at the Cafe Anyway Hotline. Area code 510-228-4640. And with more ways to reach me, here's A-Frame. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye. Your front yard Christmas display. Your display. Your display. Damn, he loves to hear himself talk.